I don't know the future. I didn't come here to tell you how this is going to end. I came here to tell you how it's going to begin. I'm going to hang up this phone, and then I'm going to show these people what you don't want them to see. I'm going to show them a world without you. A world without rules and controls, without borders or boundaries. A world where anything is possible. Where we go from there is a choice I leave to you. Welcome back to Keanu Believe It, the Talk Home Society podcast that is all Keanu Reeves all the time. I'm Sam Van Haren, assistant editor over at TFS, and a lifelong fan of the singular Keanu Reeves. I will be your guide through his diverse and interesting career. Each week, a guest and I discuss a film from his filmography, which we're working through in chronological order. On this episode, we'll be discussing 1991's Point Break, uh, and my guest to discuss the iconic action film is... Rocky Juarez from Talk Film Society. How's it going, Rocky? It's going good, my friend. Glad to be here. Thanks for being here. Uh, so, as people know by now, uh, I'll just jump into it. What do you think about Keanu Rocky? I'm a big fan. Uh, I've always liked the guy. Like, seriously. Like, he's just... Um, I've just always liked his presence. He seemed like, like the non-great uh, actor. Like, I don't know. Uh, like, that's not a diss, either. He just seemed like a normal dude mm-hmm. that got lucky and made it into movies. And it's so cool to when, like, growing up, I'd watch his stuff, and I'd like his stuff. And I was like, man, he seems like a nice guy. And then the older you get, you you hear these amazing stories about how he is a nice guy, you know? And stuff stuff like that makes me so happy. So to see him kicking butt now with all these Wick movies, and uh, I'm so stoked for him. Like, I cannot stress that enough. Like, I've always been a fan, (laughs) even when he got beat up on uh, Dracula (laughs) and all these other films for having weird accents or whatever, you know, whatever you want to throw out there. Um, You can't fake, like, I guess being whack unless you're a really good actor. And I'm just glad that, like, it's he's not a sociopath. I'm very glad that he's genuinely a nice dude. And, you know, and that helps me like his films even more. Because when you go back to the past stuff, you're just like, this guy's great. <laughs> this guy's always been right. a super charming dude. So, yeah, to answer your question, I love the guy. Like, uh, genuinely, he's a cool dude. And, uh, yeah, I just, for some reason, whenever you're talking about how just he seems like a nice guy, it reminds me of there's this video from a few years ago of, like, him on a, it's like a Japanese talk show or something, or and they bring in uh, one of his favorite actors, uh, Sonny Chiba. Right, into right. The, and you just, like, you can just see him, like, losing his shit and it's just like but also like being super humble about it just he just seems like a cool again it's there's a reason his name is cool breeze right so right <laughs> totally <laughs> i'm actually very glad you brought up the sunny chiba interview because that that gave me like good chills and good goosebumps i was because he genuinely was fanning out he was just like this is street fighter you know what i mean this is like sunny chiba like the sunny chiba and like you could just <laughs> see him glowing and that was a cool thing to see that was like i love when like uh uh i don't know just 
not Titans meet other Titans. I just really like when, you know, celebrities finally meet each other for the first time. And there's a genuine, like, I love your work. No, I love your work. <laughs> like, I love when moments like that happen. You know, it's really funny because you would think that them being famous, they would know each other or like, you know, be in the same circles, like action right. hero, you know, whatever. But nah, that's never the case. Sometimes actors don't meet each other that are in the same movies. Right. You know? Yeah. So... That's really cool to see. I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah, so speaking of uh, action star Keanu Reeves, this the, today we'll be talking about the movie that made him that. Uh, this was, uh, you know, before that he was in a lot of the indie dramas and also, of course, Bill and Ted, but this is, you know, Point Break was his, for after he had hit big with, uh, you know, those few movies, this was his testing ground and, you know, where he became the action star uh, that he is today. Uh, and so... I'm sure uh, you being Rocky Juarez, you have seen Point Break many times. Uh, what do you think about, what are your thoughts on Point Break overall before we dive into the details? Overall, I think it's one of the dopest like action films to come out of the 90s. Like It's in the top, I don't know, five, if you want to rank things. I'm bad about ranking things. I think it's kind of bad to do that. But I think it's one of the better films to come out of the 90s that is action-based. It introduced me to the world of... Um, it was validation, I think, for me watching a Catherine Bigelow movie and realizing this girl is the truth. Right. Like, I saw Near Dark and was like, oh, I love this movie. This is really cool. Uh, what else does she got? And then I watched freaking Point Break. And uh, I, I don't even know when those films came out. I might have gotten the, the order mixed up. Uh, but no, that's- yeah, Near Dark was, was uh, I think it was either her first or her second. But that, yeah, it was, uh, it okay. was before Point Break. So, yeah. So I did see them in, in the correct order, I guess you could say. So I saw Near Dark. I was a big fan. What what has she got next? And then when I watched Point Break, I was just like, this this lady's got so much energy. She knows how to shoot action. Um, the characters are actually really, really great. Uh, Point Break is just, it's awesome. Like, it's really, really awesome. You got Patrick Swayze doing legit practical stunts in right. camera. Mm-hmm. Uh like just really cool effects like that really good foot chase in that film i mean top tier yeah. foot chase in that film um but also as far as like a hero's journey or a lead character's journey is concerned i stand by point break in that regard too um i love the fact that he has to earn his way into this surfer's group you know to crack the case right he's dealing with a cantankerous old dude gary Busey. like i love the fact that he has to like learn like mm-hmm. from the ground up he doesn't just like smooth his shit in there no. and it, they, they don't cheat no. that's kind of what i'm trying to say uh he has to earn the journey so there's a lot to break down in point break but i think the best part about it is is when you look back at all the joints that came out in the 90s it's up there with like Last Boy Scout, you know. Right. It's up there with like just all the top tier action films that that rocked in the '90s. I mean, Catherine really delivered the goods. So yeah, big fan, big fan. Yeah, and you mentioned something that we're gonna be. I think we're gonna be saying a lot during this episode is energy because this movie is nonstop. It's just the you know the camera is constantly, almost constantly moving. That's something I noticed this time. It's like there are very few static shots. She's always doing something. They're always moving, even. When it's just like uh, when Bo- when uh, Utah shows up in the FBI office, like the camera's just tracking him around the office, and it just shows you that that's the kind of you know kinetic movie you're in for. And uh, you oh know, yeah, she, she never I, I take this totally. I take the skin off the chicken. <laughs> <Like, laughs> right, like yeah. you know, it's great. You no, know, you're right. Her, she's constantly, constantly doing something electric with that camera. I love it. Yeah, and then you know it's got one of my favorite uh, opening titles just because the way it's like. 
their names coming across each other, and it's just it's cool. It's just cool. And then uh, kind of a cross cutting opening of uh, Bodie surfing and Utah doing his uh, whatever shooting course training deal. You know, his like final test before uh, you know being an agent. Uh, and so yeah, and then uh, him in the office with uh, John C. McGinley is the doing a great you know, douchey, uh, uh, you know, FBI director or whatever. And he's, uh, he's great. Everyone's great in this, but like, I love John C. McGinley's pretty much always yelling in this movie. Like, he's, yeah. just, <laughs> like, he's always upset. Uh, you know, uh, you know, young, dumb, full of cum. That's the first line. Like one of the first, one of his first lines about Johnny. Uh, and yeah, but, uh, it's great, great stuff. Great. Uh, yeah, yeah, I agree, man. Like it, she, just the way she introduces the film, the characters, the way the action scenes are shot, mm-hmm. um, her her use of slow mo is actually like really dreamy. I mean, like um, two examples. I mean, you got the surfing sequences that that have a lot of slow mo, and they really emphasize that lifestyle, mm-hmm. that culture. Uh, it actually looks glorious. It makes you want to fucking surf. But then the the sequence where um, Patrick Swayze has the the I'll never forget this, even as a kid, and I, I think I had a gif of it on my phone for a long time. Um, he's wearing the Ronald Reagan mask, and he makes it to the gas pumps, and he sets it on fire. Oh, yeah, And yeah. he starts to just whip the fire, like, back and forth, back and forth. That imagery just, it, it's glorious to me. It's very haunting. It's very crazy. Yeah. Like, if, if you were a cop, right, chasing an mm-hmm. armed suspect obviously just robbed a bank he's still wearing the mask right and you turn the corner and that fool is whipping out flames like that Mm -hmm. that would that would stick with you that would just be like dude this guy is (laughs) you know what i mean like right and it's and it's not a shot yeah it's not a shot that's just for being cool looking it's like it actually uh you know works for the and it's showing you that because up until this point you know we kind of think bodie's maybe a cool guy right like he's just trying to do this because it's for money or whatever and it doesn't hurt anyone but then that shot it's like this dude's dangerous like that and it's but then also just yeah it's just a great looking uh intense scene but uh, yeah super horrifying yeah and then yeah and i i speaking of gary Busey, uh i i think this is maybe my favorite uh gary Busey role because it's like perfect for him uh just being this kind of Slightly comic relief, but also just intense, kind of, you know, gri- he's the grizzled guy, but he just, I don't know, he brings a lot of fun to the uh, to the character. And, I, I agree. And, he's cantankerous yeah, and terrible and right. great. And he's always hungry. And- <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, and as you were talking about, what you mention in your little overall thing about how uh, Johnny earns his way into this group, uh, that's something, again, they handle that really well with him. Um, it's not like something, you know... In a modern action movie, you might see him being immediately great at whatever thing he has to go undercover with. Uh, you know, like, speaking of, you know, like Fast and the Furious or something, where he's, like, already a great racer or whatever. But in this, it's like, he's terrible and he almost dies. Like, that's the... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like, he, he almost gets beat up by locals. Right. <laughs> like, it's, it's all kinds of shit that he does wrong. Like, he's getting clowned left and right. Even for the love interest that he has in this film, she's like... Your your board sucks. Yeah, you know, get, get off these waves. Right. Like you are you are trash, bro. <laughs> you don't you don't live this life. Right. And I, I love that. Yeah. Uh, and then yeah, and the 
the uh, the soundtrack during this is great and it's very it's just as '90s rock as you can get. You know, like the, every song is, uh, and it's I just remember the, there's this "I Will Not Fall" and it's just like yeah when he's learning to surf and stuff and uh, yeah one of my favorite songs of all time actually um, is in that movie and it's called Seven and Seven Is" by the band Love. And that that band Love is amazing. They have an album called Forever Changes. Please buy it. It is the best, one of the best records ever. Period. Front to back, amazing. But they have a track off previous work called Seven and Seven Is that is just electric, man. It's like it makes you want to like skate or surf. Like I understand why they still use it like today, you know? Right. Because that song came out like in the seventies. Uh, the date escapes me, but it was decades old before they slapped it in that film, mm-hmm. and it still worked like gangbusters. It was still just like the best shit in the world. So very glad that that was in there. Yeah. Uh, so I mean, I, I assume most people who are listening to this have seen the movie, but if you haven't, basically. There's these uh, dudes in President Masks robbing banks. Uh, in three years, they've robbed 27 banks, never shot anyone, never gotten caught, even. Uh, so basically, and uh, Pappas, who's Gary Busey's character, comes up with this theory that he thinks they're surfers. Initially, because they have tan lines, and like, but also just the way that they, he can tell. Uh, so people always, you know, it's all these FBI agents kind of think uh, Busey's a joke. Uh, but he's mm-hmm. clearly this smart, uh, committed dude, and he figures out this that they're surfers, no one believes him, but, uh, you know, Johnny's a rookie, so he kind of takes him under his wing a bit. Uh, and basically they come up with this crazy plan to infiltrate the surfing community of uh, Cali and pick up, you know, see, pick up their trail. Um, and I like how they do this where you're not really sure. I mean, obviously, the first time I saw it, I had heard so much about it to that point that I pretty much knew uh, Bodhi was the bad guy. And you probably knew that even in the trailers or whatever. But the movie, if you had never heard of anything, you might convinces you that uh, you're not sure who uh, the ex-presidents are, uh, mm-hmm. which is a cool... I mean, especially, I mean you can, in the first scene, you can kind of hear that it's Swayze a little bit. But again, if you're if you're not familiar with that, it's... Uh, it's convincing in terms of wondering who maybe the... You get why Johnny might not think that uh, Bodie and his crew are the criminals, but... Right, right. And the other cool part about that, too, is even when we do know that they are criminals, and even though Johnny Utah is in on the joke and we are in on the joke, the audience member, like, I love the fact that Bodie's still that guy that is genuine with his beliefs. Like, he almost hypnotizes you Mm -hmm. into thinking, like, this is the real deal. This is what we should be doing. Like we should be like peaking our adrenaline and, you know, living free like this and Mm -hmm. like going bananas like this. And there, I don't know. There's like a, there are a couple moments there where Johnny Utah is like, I'm not saying he's going to turn, but there's a look in his eye of like, I feel this, you know, (laughs) like I I understand why this lifestyle exists. And I understand, like, I got to take you down. That's my job. But man, this is like, I'm, I'm falling for this girl. I literally love surfing. Like, you know what I mean? There's yeah. like a lot of stuff happening in that film. And that's why I love that. It's not just like good guy versus bad guy. It's a little more stimulating than that. Right. There's actually like, I don't know. I don't want to say bromance, but there is like, there's a, a bit of that. There, I mean, there's yeah. a, there's a connection. Right. There, there's definitely like, you know, a love affair going on there to a mild degree. And that's the thing that I think elevates point break to the, to that next level. Yeah. And 
Keanu is just so good in this movie. I mean, he's just like it's one of those perfect matches of uh, character and role, and I mean, you know, actor and role, and he just uh, just the you, you buy all of that. You buy the him being this, you know. Uh, maybe you think, you know, when he first meets uh, Tyler, the you know, the love interest, uh, you think, yeah, maybe he's just playing it, you know, playing an angle or whatever, and he says stuff about, like, he makes up this thing that his parents are dead, and then he wants to do something for him, but that's clearly part of, that's in there, and Reeves does a good job of selling that he, you know, he's doing this for a job, but at the same time, he has always done what, you know, people expected of him, so that's why he gets lured into this uh, you know, this world that Bodhi uh, shows him and falls pretty hard for both, you know, Tyler and then maybe this lifestyle. and uh, Right. And then there's this great scene, you know, when he first meets uh, Bodhi, uh, she's like, they see him surfing and uh, he's like, she says, he's a modern savage, he's a real searcher. <laughs> I love the, <laughs> yeah. the dialogue in this. It's so, I mean, it, it's... It, it's it's kind of ridiculous, but it works. Yeah, it's so <laughs> lyrical. <laughs> uh, and, you know, what's he searching for? The ride. The ultimate ride. You know, like, that's the kind of... Uh, I, I love uh, it. But it's, and it, what's, what's, great, what's great about everything you're saying, though, Sam, is it ties into the finale. It ties into, like, why the finale is so important. Right. Of course, like, Bodhi would do that. You know what I mean? So, like, it's great. <laughs> uh, yeah, and so this, uh, they do some stuff, some CSI mumbo-jumbo that... Leads them to a certain tract of beach that they think the ex-presidents might be, uh, and then this is where the where that scene comes in where they uh, he starts getting his ass kicked by locals because and he literally didn't do anything like he was maybe in that guy's surf lane but it was like really just he was there and uh, so he thinks maybe these guys so he starts a, they start a fight with him uh, Bodie shows up and they kick these guys butts. Uh, and then maybe Utah thinks that maybe those guys, those locals, were the, uh, you know, because Bodie says something about that they're, you know, they're losers. They're just in it for the thrill and not, you know, necessarily the spiritual side of it. He even says that, you know, like they don't know the ocean, you know, like that. But uh, <laughs> yeah, but uh, so, so he, yeah, and so these guys are criminals. So Bo- Utah thinks that maybe they're the. Um, but I think part of him also knows that it's Bodhi. I think, like, because he, the way he, how quickly Utah saw it, like, seeing the video of the heist, he kind of figured out the kind of guys they were. Uh, and they weren't these, they're they're professionals. They're not, you know, just violent dudes uh, that are going to just kill people randomly. And uh, But he, you know, anyway, they, they trap, so he's following these guys. And, and there's this great, when, uh, there's this great raid scene. Like, this is the first, you know. Uh, when they ra- do the raid on uh, these maybe criminals, uh, it's so yeah. tense. That sequence uh, is amazing. It's electric, bro. The the the, uh, the lawnmower is oh, man. one of the w- worst things. I mean, that's up there with any horror film. Like right. that is just awful. Yeah, I mean, you can Ugh. see. Uh, I mean, it, which is expected of Bigelow is just great at crafting tension. I mean, she won an Oscar for it, so uh, she's a just a genius in the. Just the, you know, at first it's kind of goofy when he gets there because he's late, like, because he uh, spent the night with uh, Tyler and he's, like, getting late, rushing up in his, uh, anyway, but then it's, like, immediately, once they start, it's just super tense and the sequence goes along, it's pretty long, I guess, I think it's, like, 15 minutes long where they're just 
slowly peek, you know, what's going on, who's, you know, or, uh, a genuine stake. So you think that any of those guys could just die. Uh, right. But, yeah, that, and then it all leads to just this, that lawnmower, it's like, it's like, it feels like it's like two minutes long of him being pushed into the, <laughs> but it, it works. It's not like it feels too long. It's just, just scary. <laughs> It is because, like you, you know, it, it's what you just said. It's like the the sequence actually takes a minute to build, to build, to build, to build, and then the raid pops off, and er- like it's like foot chase, like you know, naked girls are jumping on backs, right? <laughs> Everything's like going crazy, and then like you know that lawnmower happens, and when he gets his face pushed so close to it, it does feel like it's lasting on screen for way too long. And I promise you, it's like ten seconds. <laughs> right? <laughs> it's not even that long, no, but not. it feels like ah. Oh, you're just like, no, no, no. You're like biting your fingers. You know, it's so well staged and so well done. And also, we get a Tom Sizemore cameo. <laughs> right. And, uh, At the end. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that he's, yeah, they blew this guy's, uh, that he'd been undercover for years trying to uh, bust these dudes. And, uh, yeah, Sizemore is just, uh, I can't remember the lines or whatever, but it's just like, just, uh, just him, basically, him and Busey. Hamming it up a little bit is uh, is a good time, but oh, oh yeah, <laughs> uh, can't go wrong. Yeah, and then so the Bodie is all about uh, you know at first again like you think that maybe these guys are good guys uh, that maybe they're I mean yeah they're robbing people but they're not killing anyone they're not hurting anyone uh, and Bodie always talks about this he keeps talking about this fifty year storm he thinks that there's going to be uh, that you know the biggest wave of all time. Is coming to Australia, and that's what that's what he's going to do anything to get there. Um, and so that's kind of all where it's leading. Um, and Utah kind of falls for that, you know, he kind of gets into that, he kind of sees the pull of that. Um, but then slowly, uh, we start realizing that you know, Bodie's maybe not is not maybe not a good dude. Uh, yeah, which again, Swayze is great in this. I think this is one of my might be my favorite. Uh, Swayze role just because he's like he does a good job of selling both that you can you can kind of like him but at the same time once he starts going over that edge it's pretty intimidating yeah he'll he'll uh he'll run through you right you know that's the thing it's like he'll he'll embrace you he'll definitely have that spiritual side you know he'll take you along for the ride whatever whatever but he'll run through you like if it comes down to it you know he'll he'll cook you with the gas. <laughs> right. <laughs> He'll wave the, you know, the, the gas pump at you with flames. <laughs> yeah. You know, to keep, to keep you at bay, you know, that's, that's perfect symbolism. It's like, you know, he, he'll, he'll stop you, you know, or do his best to stop you. He's going to go out on his own terms. Right. You know, ultimately. Yeah. But, um, what you're saying is true. I think Patrick Swayze's performance in this is A+. Plus, uh, but I got to go with Donnie Darko for my favorite performance of it. Yeah. Like, I thought that was fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> Good stuff. But anyway, but yeah, um, what else have we got to cover on this magical movie? I forget. Like, uh, obviously, so they got to get uh, busted. <laughs> yeah, so right, the big, for it to actually go action movie, because it takes, which, which is something I respect about this movie, is that it's, it's most, the first hour is pretty much, I and mean, we, t- we talk about this movie as being one of the great action films, and but it takes a while to get to an actual genuine action scene, which is cool. But like, um, so yeah, basically, Johnny finds out, uh, Bodie's the crew, like he knows now for sure, uh, and they, especially because he he tracks him. Uh, I think it's something Tyler says that triggers him into believing that it's them for sure. Uh, and then he sees them casing a bank, 
So the next day, Utah and Pappas uh, stake out the bank, and there's this great, uh, which you were speaking about, uh, Busey always being hungry in this movie. Yeah. There, he's like, get me, uh, there's a meatball sandwich shop, like, and he's like, get me two. Yeah, Utah. <laughs> he, I wish I could remember the line. I'm gonna get beat up for it, but he says something very crass, like "I'm so hungry, I could eat out like something's asshole." Oh, so, yeah. So, he, said, he says something very gross, right? <laughs> and it kills me every time. And I'm like, dude, that is the worst line yet. So perfect coming out of your mouth, Gary Busey. <laughs> uh, and so yeah, when he so goes, good. yeah, when he goes to get the sandwiches, uh, then he, like there's a shot of the uh, like he's just looking at the. At the menu or whatever, and the uh, ex-presidents just go in the bank behind him. And he doesn't notice and uh, gives him the sandwiches, and he's like, and then Busey says, "You should have gotten me three of these." <laughs> but uh, I'm so hungry. Yeah, so it's fun. That scene is funny, and then it just gets straight into like, and this chase scene is one of my favorite chases in uh, cinematic history. Just it's so good. Uh, the car chase is intense, uh, and then it goes into a tor- you know foot chase. All-timer. Yeah. All-timer. We need to talk about this foot chase. It's just... It's amazing. Um, The way she follows everyone. uh, Just the... uh, Man, it's... I feel like... The handheld. I mean, all of it. It's like ridiculous. Yeah. And there's this shot... One of my favorite shots is when... uh, So they start... You know... uh, Utah is chasing Bodhi... uh, Or the Reagan mask. uh, And there's this part where... uh, Bodhi just jumps through a bush like in an alley and it follows him through the as he's jumping so amazing it just that yeah the 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 shots on that foot chase is what makes it so great it's like you feel like you know you're perpetually running along with the chase you don't feel like you're lagging behind at all like it, the chase feels real time and that's what's so cool about it and also he throws a fucking dog oh, man. <laughs> That dog toss is so creative and so smart. Yeah, I mean, he's getting attacked by a woman with a with a vacuum cleaner, and then he goes out the and then dog like just like uh, amazing. I mean, think about every foot chase you've ever seen. What have you seen? The the guy in front or girl is running her butt off, his butt off, and they grab something and throw it behind them to like you know make a faux barricade or, right. you know, so, some kind of thing. Like a chair I've or never, a plant or something, but Thank no. you. An office filing cabinet, you know, every cliche you could think of, like, you know, the dresser, just pull it down so they can't get through. I've never, at that to that point, seen somebody throw a dog. Like, that was the coolest, like, block ever. That was just like, you ain't chasing me no more. Like, eat this dog. Yeah, and then, uh, yeah, Utah kicks the dog and it, like, but then there's this sound effect later that, like, the dog's barking again normal, so it's like, it's fine. The dog is okay. Like I love that. That's just the. That was, yeah. like, I wonder if that's just because they like dogs. And they're like, it's a, the dog's okay. Uh, if anything, that was like you know on the second pass because like on the first pass, you know, he got kicked, he whined, and they were like, you need to add that the dog is okay. Right. <laughs> like in post, like some sound designer needs to add some barks. I don't care. I don't even care if it's not the same species of dog. You need to add some barks. Like, that's probably yeah. what happened, but who knows? I mean, I didn't make the movie. I don't have an oral history on it, but, like, you know, it, it seems like that's what that is. Because since it is off camera, right. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, it's almost like a producer was just like, I got 15 dogs, and you're going to, like, <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Right. It feels like that. Yeah, and then it gets to the most iconic, definitely the most iconic uh, couple of shots in the movie uh, is... 
they're chasing each other. It ends up in the L.A. River. Uh, and there's this plot earlier that uh, the reason Utah's not a football player anymore is that he blew out his knee. Uh, so he lands hard, and then so he can't chase him anymore. And then there's the classic, uh, you know, empties his clip into the air because he can't bring himself to shoot him. Uh, just, yeah. it's an all-timer. Man, that... That whole bit obviously was, you know, made fun of or referenced again in Hot Fuzz, right. you know. But the, the the exchange that they have in that sequence is incredible, dude. Like, you know, Bodhi's ahead. He falls. He busts his knee. He whips out the gun. And they just have that close-up. They cut to that close-up, that Reagan mask. Mm-hmm. And you, you just see Swayze's eyes, like, you know, under that mask. Uh, that close-up is everything. Yeah. That close-up is, like, so fucked up. It's like... The, the ex-president's mask, I think, is a great touch. I think that whole... The, the look of it is fucked up. And even... He even says it. Like, it, it even means something. Right. Like, when they're in the, the bank robbery, and he's just kind of like, you know, we've been screwing you for years. What's a few more minutes? You right. know, like, that whole bit. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. But again, the close-up. When he blows out his knee, he pulls out the gun, cuts to Swayze, and just that horrific mask. Yeah. It, <laughs> With those stone-cold eyes. Yeah, it's like, are you gonna pull? Right. Cuts back not? and forth you know, to like, him, yeah. And shows... And you can maybe see... Uh, Utah in his eye like I don't know if like the reflection I don't know but it's uh, just yeah it's a great uh, long hold on it and then he just kind of and he doesn't even wait for Keanu to stop he kind of just goes like he's not going to do it so he just walks away uh, yeah yeah it's really well done I think it's a combo of the two I think it's just like well you're going to have to shoot me in the back right or you know or just like nah he ain't going to do it right you know, it, I think it's a total mix of the two. And even the scene after, when they both kind of are on to each other. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Like, that's incredible stuff, man. Because, like, there's that horrific tension. And at the same time, there's just like, you know, we're still going to be bros. Let's still embrace him. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's great. Right. It's just like, because you don't know where it's going to go. You don't know if they're going to ambush him. Sure. Or they're going to, like, you know, put a black bag over his head and just dump him in the ocean oh, or totally. something. You, you, yeah, cause it, you have no idea. Yeah, because it cuts to just... Uh... I mean, first there's a scene with uh, Utah and uh, Busey having a conversation. You know, he's saying, like, uh, the only reason, he's like, you don't miss. Because there's a, obviously there's that, the first scene we see Utah is that he doesn't, he's a great shot. So he wouldn't have missed unless, and then Busey said, unless you were scared or, you know, you'd be, you get too close to these guys. Um, right. But yeah, and then, and then the next scene isn't, you know, it's not between, it's not Bodie confronting him right away. It's him maybe you're going to tell the girl that he has been lying to her. Instead, she finds out without him telling her and, you know, storms off. Uh, and then the next the next scene is just... Uh, I guess there's a scene with Bodhi and his guys talking about... Uh, but this is where it sees that that hypnotism that you talked about earlier, about the way Bodhi pulls people in, it's clear that these other dudes in his crew, except maybe the one, like, really brutal guy, uh, are maybe, like thinking better of this now. They're like, you know, we need to just leave. We need to get out of here. But he convinces them that they're doing the right thing. That they're like, I think he even says something about we make humanity know, you know, the reason to be alive or whatever. Like, just something kind of new agey like that. But then, yeah, then they show up at his house and you're like, what's going to happen? Are they going to kill him? Are they going to... But instead they just take him skydiving as you do, you know. (laughs) Yeah, as you do. (laughs) So that sequence is great too because again you're you're getting a lot of like really good stunt work and and again Swayze was game, you know he was a skydiver and to to bring that 
set up, that tool set. It's like I'm a good horseback rider, so put me in a horse movie. <laughs> you know, it's that kind of thing. Right. It's like Heath Ledger was great on a horse, so they gave him a couple horse rolls and shit. You know, just things like that. It's like it's cool skill set to bring to a film that requires that, and especially for a character like Bodhi, it's important to get up close with him. You know, it's very important that we don't cheat on that. You know, it's really cool that you get that right. Um, what does he say? Uh, when he jumps out of the window, or not window, but the, the, the plane door, like, backwards. Oh, uh, I'm blanking Adios out. amigo, right? So, yeah, something just, like that. or like Something very simple. Or before they, uh, and but also, like, it does a good job of being both cool and epic, but then also being tense. Like, the you're like, there's this part where they're, like, swapping parachutes to, sort, like, make them think that maybe one's busted or something, defective. Uh, right. Or something, and, but then Keanu's just like... Are we going to jump or jerk off? Like, that's just, you know, like the... Uh, but yeah, but that sequence is, again, it's really just beautiful. Um, the, I don't, I mean, I need to, just the way they pull that off is really impressive. Just like, you know, genuine, just dudes skydiving. And it like, but then also, even though Johnny is like, maybe thinking that these, he needs to bust these guys, at the same time, he's like having a blast with them as they're, jumping and they handle that really well um they make you you know that like again are these guys so bad (laughs) but then but then they show obviously yes they are because we find out that uh they kidnapped uh tyler and there's this line where i really again swayze does a great job here where he says something about like oh i hate violence like uh no do you like you know the but he says uh it's not my fault. Uh, it's just, if you tell him to do something, he's going to do it. This, uh, Rosie is his name, but right. anyway, so basically follow it through, you know? Right. So it's like, you know, Bodhi keeps selling himself, uh, you know, he, he buys his own BS. Like he's clearly okay with violence. He's just not going to do it himself, but he, you know, it's, it shows that this guy is, you know, he's trouble. Um, yeah. So basically it says Johnny's got a, uh, help them rob a bank or he'll, uh, let Tyler die. Uh, and so then, yeah, and then this is a great, you know, the, another really intense sequence where he, they, you know, pressure him into the robbery. Um, but then it's clear that Bodie's starting to lose it a little bit because instead of their usual plan where they just, you know, hit the registers and leave. Vault. Uh, they start doing the vault, right. Um, and then, then the, you know, off-duty cop plays hero. Uh, pulls a gun and then it just starts all out, just like mayhem of bullets flying everywhere and yeah, shit goes south. Yeah, I love the detail of the of, of the uh, the off duty cop basically telling the security guard, "Yo, I'm gonna pull out. You're gonna back my play." And the security guard's like, "Bro, no!" Yeah. no. <laughs> He's just like, "Just just let him rob the bank." Yeah. <laughs> He's just yeah. like, <laughs> "It's insured, dude." Shit. Yeah. <laughs> I really, I really love that bit because it could have just been like off-duty cop has a gun, and you're like, eh, you know, okay, that's that's fine, you know, like whatever. But I love that bit where the security guard is like, dude, like, ah, I don't want to do this. Right. <laughs> He's like, I didn't sign up for this. Yeah. So uh, one or two of the, I think it's just one. One of the crew gets killed, and the cop dies, and uh, you know, there's a shot of like uh, Bodhi just being heartbroken that his friend's dead, but then also just. Pulling, you know, the way he pulls out his gun and blows the cop away is pretty. It's it's intense. Um, and then yeah, and then Bigelow just her and the editing is so good in this, and her control of every scene is just it's 
it's all time. Um, yeah, I mean, she she just is top tier. Like, she's a great filmmaker. There's no other way of saying that, you know? Like, um, she definitely knows how to shoot action. She definitely knows how to shoot California, you know? Mm-hmm. She knows how to shoot water. I mean, like, it's, it's bonkers, like, how well that film is put together, you know? Like, I, I don't know, you could probably call it out for some corny lines, you know? But I think the overall craft and story of Point Break is just really untouchable. It's really... Like it, it holds its own against a lot of shit, like Lethal Weapon and all that mm-hmm. stuff. I think it's I think it's fantastic, man. Um, well, and the beginning sequence. Yeah. Uh, just real quick yeah, before we move on, yep. I, I, the beginning sequence you brought up real briefly, and I'm glad you did because it's literally a foreshadowing to what you just said. It's oh, like yep. you would never you would never miss a shot. Two, uh, it's a foreshadowing to John Wick. Right. <laughs> Three, it's, uh, it, you get that magical thumbs up yeah. <laughs> when, he, when he hears about his report. And he's just like, word. Yeah. He's just like, I hit all the targets. Like, yeah. <laughs> so, like, it's a magical sequence. I just had to bring that up. Right. Uh, yeah, and the way, it, again, like you keep saying, like the way she shoots the water and the surfing makes, like, wants you to be a surfer. And, it, yeah, she does that really well. Um, but, uh, so basically, the next thing is them, uh, they go back to a, uh, so Utah gets arrested. Like they're they think maybe he used like an accessory to this or whatever. Um, right. But Busey kind of just brings him with them, and they decide to uh, go after them themselves. Uh, and then there's this the airport sequence. Another just the, the last hour of this movie is just nonstop intense, and uh, that shootout is pretty. And again, it's not like flashy. It's not really. It's not uh, making it seem cool. Like it makes it seem. Like, it matters, and the... Like, people die. Like, you know, there's stakes to it. Um, and... Um, oh, yeah. Busey's death is just... It's, tra- it's pretty de- It's definitely a heartbreaker. Yeah, yeah it's a heartbreaker. But it, it, it kind of made sense in the whole line of fire, and, like, just the way it all lined up, it's like, yeah, that's what would happen. I mean, like, just... Right. You were in the wrong, wrong spot, wrong time. Dude wouldn't move, whatever. Just, like, it, it's amazing. It's like... And yeah, so when he does fall, it definitely is tragic. You're definitely like, I like that old bastard. You know, you're just kind of like, damn it, like, and you just really want Utah. That that to me solidifies the third act to when Utah's not going to stop until that fucker's behind bars. Like that to me is like the straw that broke the camel's back. You know, like he's definitely going to do his job. He's definitely going to try to arrest him. Right. But I think when when Busey died, I think that's when he was just like, I'm going to do anything. To make sure you go to jail, <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? and, there, like, and there are lines like that where you, you keep saying that, like <clears throat> you're going down. It's got to happen, like you know the yeah. Uh, but uh, and then they end up back in a plane. Uh, they force this pilot to take them up. Uh, there's only so it's basically Utah Bodie, and then this other one of the uh, I think Ro- yeah, Roach is his name, and he's bleeding out. <laughs> you're dying. <laughs> <laughs> I love uh, that. Yeah, and the. So he like pushes him out, like okay, he's like you're bleeding out, man. Like, yeah. Uh, but yeah, they both jump out, uh, and then Johnny just straight. He doesn't give a shit anymore. He just he wants to save. You know, he's both furious about his partner, but also still wants to make sure you know Tyler's safe. So he just jumps out the plane without a parachute, uh, and that's again just great stuff as he's you know diving at him and. Uh, point the gun at his head, you know, you know and try to, like, se- open the shoot. I, I love that sequence a lot, and people call it out because there's no way you could jump out of a plane without goggles. Oh, right. Like, y- <laughs> y- your eyes would just fucking know. Mm-hmm. Like, you just couldn't, you wouldn't be able to open them. 
You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it just it's physically impossible. But like I at that point I don't care. Like it's like it's just to me movie magic. Like it's it's one sure. of those flubs and I'm I'm willing to just get past because like it doesn't tank the movie for me at all. I'm more into the fact that Brody's like or not Brody but um you know Reeves Utah is just like, you know what? Fuck it. Right. <laughs> like, yeah. like I really love that. I really love the fact he's like, you know what? That's it. Like, no, not today, dude. Like, not today. That's the ultimate, like, not today Satan move. Right. <laughs> it's him jumping on the plane with no parachute, hoping he catches up to that motherfucker. Like, that's amazing. Like, that to me is balls to the wall. That's the most adrenaline thing in the film. Yeah. That's the most, like, balls to the wall stunt in the film, well, I think. Yeah, because you know? they're plummeting to the ground, and, like, Bodie keeps saying, or, you know, like, they're, they're both willing to die. They're seemingly both willing to die at this point. Um, but then finally, just like the, yeah, just, it feels like they're actually going to hit the ground, like, before they hit, pull the chute, and then, uh, you know, Utah finally just, because he knows that if he, if he, basically, if he survive if he dies, then, you know, Tyler dies too, and he, you know, he's not going to have that, so he pulls the chute last second, and I feel like at this, in it's really last second, like, again, back to the, yeah, it's not, <laughs> yeah. they would die, they'd be dead anyway, but it's, again, movie magic, and this is the, this is where it's getting more. It's it's more important for the uh, character that it doesn't. You know, who cares about physics in this situation? Yeah, it's because again, it leads to an incredible finale. I really love the fact that he catches up to him in Australia. Oh yeah, yeah. The storm is out of control. The waves are super huge. So of course, you know, Bodhi's going to be there for the for the ride. You know, so staying true to who that character is, Utah tracks him based on his personality, based on like the soul he is because he got so close he got to know his quirks right he, and he, he knows he'll he be there that. yeah thank you yeah. like that's important man like to all of it it's not it's not wasted like none of these details are wasted for as cool as they look and as action-packed as they are they're important to the grand scheme of things and i do love the fact that he actually does catch his man he actually handcuffs the fucker yeah the fight is good the fight is really good the fight good. is good yeah. but then the way he screams like no right. he's just like no mm-hmm. like I'm like right here I'm at the finish line you son of a bitch you know like that whole you feel that rage you t- you definitely feel that like even though he's kind of a shithead you you feel that like you're like dude like and so you you completely understand like Utah letting him go to die it's like it's incredible it's just like you completely understand the whole bit of him just like eh go surf cause like and he said it best too. He's yelling at him like, "I'm not going to paddle to New Zealand." He's like, "I got oh, yeah, there's cliffs on both sides, got, right? Yeah, there's cliffs on both sides. I cannot escape. Like, there's nowhere I can go. Like, nowhere. The coast guard yeah, can pick so me the, up. It, it yeah. doesn't matter. And the Aussie cops are, you know, yelling at him like, "You let him go," and he just walks away. No, I didn't. You know, and then yeah, uh, and then just that final shot is great. It's just you know Johnny walking away and looks at his badge and just you know chucks it into the ocean because he's like done fighting other people's battles or whatever like he at the same time he's not going to let Bodhi go but he's also kind of sick of the way the uh you know the way it was run so he just he's out of there he's gonna uh he's now a surfer dude <laughs> like that's the, yeah but, to, to me uh, I, yeah it, it's what I said earlier to me he definitely quit the force the second Gary Busey got shot. Right. Like, the, the, the second he got shot, spiritually, he quit the force. He kept the badge just so he can keep doing his job. And once he caught Motherfucker, he was just like, that's it. I'm like, that's a wrap. Right. You know, I'm done. I, I, I did what I had to do. Mm-hmm. 
like for myself, not the police. Like I did what I had to do for Johnny Utah so I could sleep at night. You know what I mean? Like, and so that's really cool. Like it's a great character beat. You know what I mean? And it makes me like Keanu even more. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's a great scene, man. It's like it's one of the better endings to a. Uh, uh, cop versus robber kind of joint. You know what I mean? It's one of the better. It's to me, it's up there with Heat. Yeah. Like I know it's I know it's crazy, but like I I, I would argue that like I think the Heat finale where they're holding hands and embracing is very important to the a cop and robber story, a cop and robber dynamic. Right. It's a respect. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a total respect. Like I don't like what you do. I'm gonna stop you. But man, I like you. Yeah, I genuinely right. do like you. Right. And that's what's so cool about Point Break to me. He's like, he could have handcuffed him, he could have brought him to jail, but he was like, nah, man, like half of me still likes you and understands that this is going to kill you, so fuck it. You know what right. I mean? Like, and it has a lot. Actually, you know, now that you point that out, yeah, this would make this and Heat have similar themes too in terms of like, just that, but at the, fa- at the fact that, yeah, it makes you like the guy, but at the same time, doesn't let them off the hook. In a way, a lot of these kind of action movies usually do. Like, uh, keep thinking about, you know, obviously, uh, the first Fast and the Furious is literally just point break with cars. But at the same time, it doesn't really, it's the way this movie, like, doesn't let them get away with it and lets, you know, shows the, the, uh, the cost of this stuff. And, but at the same time, like you said, respect the shit out of them. Uh, but yeah, point break, definitely an all time, uh, action cop movie yep. for sure. I agree, 100%. And you know what else makes it so good? You know what else makes it, like, kind of pitch perfect? Even though it got a remake, that thing never got a sequel. Right. What Point Break 2 doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. And that makes me so happy. Because, like, it's a singular journey. It's, it's, a, it's, it's a one shot. No, it would spoil it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it, it, I, I don't need Johnny Utah coming back ever again. And that's not a diss to... Keanu or Bigelow or anybody involved with that project. It's just so pitch perfect mm-hmm. that you really don't need to sully it with like anything. You know what I mean? Like at all. Totally agree. It's ridiculous. It was the one remake that like I definitely was like, I'm not gonna see that. Right. Like I have no I, I don't hate remakes. To be clear, I don't. Because there have been great remakes throughout cinema history. Right. End of story. Like, we can argue that all day. But there was something about like remaking Point Break that just didn't jive with me. It was just like the I know for a fact one of the only things you're going to focus on is the electric stunts and the the cool stuff. Like you're going to Mission Impossible this thing and not get spiritual with it. You know what I mean? But at the same time, it's like there's no point in bringing that blast of energy back because it's so perfect the first time around. Right. And if I want, you know, it's and if I want to watch them, I'll just watch like you know Triple X three or something instead of that where it's like. I can watch stunts without necessarily, but I'm going to watch Point Break. If I feel like watching a uh, Point Break again, right? Like I'm not going to watch a remake. I I totally with you there. Um, yeah, it's it's oddballs. Like yeah. um, I'm I'm grateful there's no part two. That's all I'm trying yeah. to say. I'm so happy that at the end of the day, Point Break is a uh, again, even though I got a remake, it's it's just a one shot, and it's one of the best one shots. Um, it's wonderful for Bigelow's career. It's an amazing blip in Keanu's career. And again, foreshadowing to Wick. I mean, because if you watch that film and you don't think he's an action hero, I get it. That's fine. But I don't think anybody was ready for Wick. I don't think anybody was ready for how good he was going to be in that. And notice how I didn't even bring up The Matrix, you know? He's in... But he's, yeah, he's in... <laughs> Four of the greatest action things of all time. Dude's legend, for sure. 
Yeah, it's, it's wonderful career. I mean, like phenomenal. I mean, and again, nice guy. So how can you hate on that? You know, I wish him all the best. You know. Awesome. Thanks for joining me, uh, Rocky. This is the that does it for Point Break. Uh, so join me next time. Uh, we'll be my guest and I will be discussing Bill and Ted's bogus journey. Uh, until then, yes. keep being excellent to each other, and I'll see you next time. <laughs>